0: Hello, this is Roy Lilly. One hundred and fifty thousand deaths. Only God knows how much money diddled away. Businesses ruined, families grieving, life chances trashed. And now we have to ride this out. The words of the great Bojo at Tuesday evening's number 10 press conference. And for good measure, the NHS is on a war footing. No, it's not. It's on its knees. To judge the mood of the NHS, I'd say it doesn't want any more hollow praise or plastic thanks. It does what it does in spite of you, Bojo, and not for you. Where are we? This morning, the Health Select Committee published a report panicking over the size of the waiting lists and the fact the NHS doesn't have enough people to fix it any time soon. The workforce crisis started long before Covid. At Wednesday's PMQs, Jeremy Hunt praised Bojo for holding his nerve. He may, he might regret that as more accurate numbers emerge. At the Tuesday press conference, Sir Patrick Vallance said he had no idea if Omicron had peaked. And he was concerned at the increase in older patients being admitted to hospital. Well, if he doesn't know, what hope is there for the rest of us? Chris Whitty looked as though... He'd rather be having a root canal filling than standing at the lectern. He said something daft about a debate over staff having FFP2 or 3 masks. Really? There's only a debate if you don't want to spend the money upgrading them. Outdated infection control rules that are crippling hospitals are under review, meaning they keep people safe but they're inconvenient. There's a global shortage of tests, so the policy on testing has been scaled back. Infection is so ubiquitous, there's not a lot of point. TNT can be done from lateral flow, and sequencing is possible from samples taken in hospital. As they say, we are where we are. When I set about writing a column, I've usually got a fair idea what I want to say. Right now, I can honestly tell you I have no idea what to think. Bojo can't do anything, he's the prisoner of Brexit hard man Steve Baker, there's no point in writing about him. The NHS can't do anything other than suck it up, all I can say is thank you. Huge swathes of the public are past caring and the pubs want to sell beer, all I can do is steer clear. We're all fed up with epidemiology, modelling and graphs. The rate of Omicron spread is so huge that it's too late to do anything meaningful to abate it. What will happen? Probably nothing. Some wine bars will go broke. The post will be delayed, but no one uses it. The trains will be delayed, but no one's on them. The schools will run out of teachers and businesses and services will grind down. Your granny won't be able to get domiciliary support and care homes will stop taking on new contracts. Omicron Plus people won't self-isolate. They have a living to earn. By the time this is all over, A lot of the workforce will have realised they can have a job and a life outside the NHS and more money. The system will be overwhelmed. My guess, close to 10 million people waiting for an operation or a diagnostic or an outpatient appointment or a therapy. How many will die waiting? I don't know, I'd guess thousands. The glitterati will say the NHS isn't fit for purpose and there'll be another reorganisation. Oh, and there are local elections in May, so expect the Conservative Party to get busy rolling cowpats in glitter. To paraphrase Napoleon, men make their own history, but they have to make it in the circumstances they find themselves in. No one can argue we find ourselves in the most difficult of circumstances, but there's a history being made that's not something to be proud of. Thanks for listening.